Rhonda Walker has been helping Detroiters get motivated and ready for the day with her incredible energy, enthusiasm, impeccable style, and passion for her hometown for the past 20 years. A confessed morning person, this award-winning, talented, and versatile journalist starts her day at 2 a.m. to co-anchor the weekday morning newscast at WDIV Local 4 News. That's Detroit's NBC affiliate. And Rotten has held that position since 2003. But there's a lot more we're going to help you learn about Rhonda in just a moment. Rhonda, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really honored. Thank you. Great. We'll talk a little television in a minute and some Spartan stuff. But uh, tell us a little bit about the Rhonda Walker Foundation. What is it? What's the mission? And what motivated you to start it? Well, the mission is to empower inner city teen girls towards becoming strong, confident, and successful future leaders. And my inspiration was, you know, being in the city of Detroit, working as a broadcast journalist, you really become very involved in the community. You get to know a lot about what the needs are, and you get involved in a lot of different nonprofit and charity work. And I've always been a lifelong volunteer. I grew up that way there in the Lansing area. And um, it's just a part of who I am. So when I started to see these different needs, I just wanted to jump in and start doing more. So I started volunteering with various charities at first, and then I really honed in on wanting to work with kids specifically. And at that point, it just started feeling like I needed to hold myself more accountable and do something, you know, literally in my name that, you know, would really have an impact and make a difference. And so Back in 2003, I was actually between jobs. I started my television career at the Fox station here in Detroit. And when my contract ended, I set out for non-compete class before I joined WDIV. And I started visiting schools and talking to teen girls just about, uh, you know, believing in themselves and, you know, being leaders and not followers and goal setting and making good choices and choosing your friends properly. And just a lot of that messaging that, you know, kids need at, at, at any age. I certainly did. And it just grew from there. One of the schools I went to, a girl asked me what she's supposed to do, how she's supposed to achieve all these things when no one in her family or, you know, in her immediate surroundings encourage and support her and tell her that she's not going to amount to anything. And I will never forget this girl. And I will never forget that conversation because that really is what kind of had this light bulb go off in my head. It was like this moment where God was talking to me and saying, this is what I want you to do with your life and with the blessings that I've given you, you know, to be able to work in the city that I was born, where my family is and, you know, newscasts that I'd watched growing up, even though I was raised in Lansing, I was born in Detroit and all my extended family lived here. Um, I just felt incredibly fortunate to have this career. And I also felt that with that blessing, there was much to be expected of me and what I'm going to do with that blessing. And I wanted it to be to empower kids in Detroit that are less privileged and have less resources and opportunities. So how do the girls find you and what's is it sort of a several classes or talk about how you work with the girl? So it's a five-year program. And honestly, when I started <laughs> all these years ago, I really, um, you know, was just kind of led by the inspiration to make a difference. And so one of the things I immediately realized that rather than just going and speaking with kids at schools one time, I needed to do something that was a more sustainable message and building more of a relationship with the girls. And so what I decided was to create a five-year program. So it's girls 
from eighth grade all the way until they graduate. They stay in the program the entire time. And we work on career and personal development. We have a mentoring program. We do health and wellness workshops, financial literacy, etiquette, uh, goal setting, college preparation. We do college tours. And so it really is very comprehensive. Um, and the personal development side is really important too, in terms of just building friendships and building confidence and uh, you know, problem solving and public speaking. And we really try to work with the kids on so many different levels where we meet them where they are and we just try to build them up into being the best that they can be. That's good. What does success look like, Rhonda? How do you know if you're having an impact? Well, um, one is our retention um, year to year. Uh, we keep our girls for all five years, about 95% of the time. Uh, in most cases, why we lose kids is because they move. Um, they move out of state um, or they move, you know, at a distance that isn't convenient for them to still be able to participate. But most of the girls stay with us all five years. And success for us is a 100 percent high school graduation rate among our Detroit public schools kids and also a 100 percent college enrollment rate. And we have a 95 percent college graduation rate. We know just based on the statistics um, of outcomes for kids in the Detroit public school system that our outcomes are much higher than that. And we truly are able to make our kids college ready through the extensive college prep that we do, not just the college tours, but college application support. We also do ACT and SAT test prep courses. We have an after-school tutoring program um, that's still happening even now. Uh, remotely, but we try to provide that to all of our kids year round in all grade levels. So that even if we believe, even if our kids are like 3.5 students, um, we know that sometimes in this school system that kids still are not at college level when they arrive at school. And I know you know that um, being at Michigan State, um, that sometimes, you know, just the level of education that kids are getting, even if they're a 3.5 or a 4.0 student, depending on the school, they may not be ready at college level. And so we try to make sure that our girls are. It's the Rhonda Walker Foundation. We'd encourage you to look for more at rondawalkerfoundation.org. We're talking with the founder of the uh, foundation, and that's Rhonda Walker from Local 4 WDIV in Detroit. And Rhonda, I'd love to pick your brain a little bit. Uh, I'm sure technology is a big part of it, but how has television news evolved over your time in it? and, And where do you see it going? <laughs> um, it's it's like night and day from when I started. Um, it's it's so much different, and technology, yes, plays a huge role. I mean, a lot of um, the behind the scenes uh, people, bodies, you know, that would be in the building in terms of camera people and technical people. Um, a lot of things have gone to robotic, and um, you know, it's just a, it's a, a very different world, and um, we're just you know continuing to try to navigate those changes and still do what's most important, which is to, you know, investigate and provide important information and interviews and talk with leaders. And, you know, we still try to try to deliver the, the, the important messaging that, that our viewers rely on us for, but um, the landscape is, is very different. And even right now going through this pandemic, I mean, information and, and accurate information And timely information is so incredibly important, and we're doing it from remote locations, um, which makes it a challenge. But that's when you're really thankful for 
um, the extent of what technology can enable you to do. I mean, 90% of our building, people aren't even working inside anymore. Um, everyone's working remotely and just kind of figuring out a way to do it. And we have done a lot of creative things to make it happen, but it's exciting. I mean, change is a part of life and um, the way technology works, you have to keep up with it. And so um, I think it's fun. I, I know some of my maybe more old school and those that have been around as long as me or longer um, find it frustrating. And some people even get out of the business because it's so much different. It's just not the same as it used to be is kind of the things you hear. But um, I love my career and um, I'm just ready to kind of take whatever comes my way and, and continue to navigate it. Well, Rhonda Walker, based on those comments, what's your advice for some of the young people at MSU or elsewhere that might want to follow in your steps, uh, but maybe get into this broad world of communications in some way? Um, so I, I would like to share, you know, when I was at Michigan State, uh, I was, you know, just this young student that aspired to be a broadcast journalist and work in television. And I really wanted to work in Detroit. And it was like, everybody discouraged me, um, not necessarily at Michigan State, but, you know, I went to different career fairs and talked with people in the business and told them what my aspirations were. And it was like, oh, you better think about doing something else. Or did you think about print or, you know, newspaper magazines? And now, you know, just uh, anything digital. Um, and it was discouraging enough for me that um, I actually considered changing my major. Um, I actually did change it for a year and took a lot of management and marketing classes and economic classes and the business curriculum because I thought, well, maybe I'll just get a degree in business and then I'll be good to go. I'll be a businesswoman somewhere. <laughs> um, but eventually I changed my major back, um, you know, and, and stuck stuck to what my aspirations were. But my best advice is to to do what you're passionate about and, and not let anything discourage you. You know, sometimes you're trying to seek whatever that, you know, big industry is, who's hiring and the best, you know, this is where the best jobs are, but, you know, find out how that works for you and your interests and your passion. Um, and one thing that technology does enable us to do is a lot of different things. I mean, technology is everywhere. Communication is everywhere, more so than ever before. I mean, the level of broadcasting and uh, that's happening within corporations and, and, and businesses, I mean, there's so, so much more opportunity than there ever was from every single sector, from healthcare to any type of business that you can think of where we can use our skills as writers and interviewers and storytellers and, you know, investigators. There's so many ways to use it now than I think was when I was younger, but I just, you know, want people to feel encouraged that, you know, no matter what your interest is, just to work hard to be good at it and, and not allow anyone to tell you that it's crazy and that you should go after it with passion and a, and a hard work and a commitment and a, and a, you know, just a mindset to never give up and be distracted by what other people might tell you. Back in the day, why was MSU the right place for Rhonda Walker and how did it, your experience impact you and maybe how does it still? So let me tell you, I grew up on Michigan State's campus. I was born in Detroit. My parents moved to Lansing, East Lansing, when I was two years old. My dad worked for the Department of Education for the state of Michigan. He was the director of adult education. 
And when we arrived in East Lansing, guess where I went to nursery school? Uh, the child, I forget the name of it, the ner- sort of the daycare at the university. Yes. <laughs> I went to nursery. That's when I started at Michigan State. And so just growing up, you know, in the East Lansing area, you know, that campus is like the focal point and it's beautiful. That's where I went to feed the ducks on the Red Cedar. That's where I learned how to play golf with my dad. And that's where I went to see basketball games um, growing up. And so, uh, you know, that and football games. I mean, I was green and white to the core as a kid. So when it came time to, and I went to summer camp, I went to cheerleading camp and gymnastics camp. I knew that campus like the back of my hand, as big as it is, I knew where everything was. Um, So I just loved it there. And when it came time to apply for colleges, I mean, my parents, they had us go, you know, to different uh, universities. We traveled across the country. We went and looked at some of the um, historically black universities and colleges. And I, you know, went through the formalities, but I knew exactly where I wanted to go. Michigan was the only place that I applied. They had a great school of communications there. So it fit my major as well. But even if it didn't, I still think I would, I wanted to go there. It's just, um, it's just such a beautiful place. And um, the culture is so beautiful there. And I felt so at home there already. And it was so familiar. But yet I got to live on campus that it was just the best of both worlds for me. My, my parents moved to Lansing, but I could still like ride my bike from their house to get to the university. And um, but they did let me live on campus. I lived in Holden my first year. And I, you know, it was just an, an amazing experience. Yes, you were a Spartan at two already, so. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rhonda, it's been great talking with you. And, and, you know, Spartans will summarize for us what you'd like us to know about the Rhonda Walker Foundation. You know, um, I just think it's important that we all remember that that it's upon each of us to give back and make our communities a better place. And whatever you're passionate about, for me, it's kids and mentoring and empowering young people that are underprivileged. And so if anybody has that passion for working with teen girls and helping to empower, encourage, and build their confidence, um, Rhonda Walker Foundation would love to have you as a mentor and a supporter or a volunteer. But if it's not that, then it could be any other you know, maybe you like animals, maybe you want to do something that benefits the homeless, or, you know, it it can be anything, but just find something that you can do to give back in addition to whatever it is that you do as a career and for work. um, The most important thing to remember while we're on this earth is that we have more responsibility than just to do things for ourselves and our families, but to help others that are less fortunate. Well, and it's the Rhonda Walker Foundation at rondawalkerfoundation.org. We've been hearing about it from its founder, Rhonda Walker of Local 4 WDIV. Rhonda, it's been great talking with you and meeting you virtually and keep up the great work. Go green. Thank you so much. Go white.